What's up, Internet? Welcome to episode 27 of the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're a fantasy basketball podcast with a focus on Dynasty. My name is Kevin. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Kevin So, and you can find all of our content at thefantasyunicorns.com. I'll pass it over to Starks. Hey, Starks here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. As he was saying, you know, actually, welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. Uh, we're Dynasty driven, and uh, we're actually recording a little bit earlier this evening to, guys, to, to give you guys a show uh, before the New Year. So, you know, Happy New Year's to you guys. Um, with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. I'll pass the ball to Jay. All right, what's up, Fantasy Fiends? It's Jay, the Fantasy Unicorn Doc here. Um, <clears throat> I'll spare you my lengthy intro where I brief you on all the fun content we're producing because uh, I know we'll be talking a little bit about it towards the end of the podcast here. So with that being said, you can, you can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy NBA Layup, and uh, I'm just ready to touch on some recent news and give some advice and uh, – you know, have a good time on our last podcast of 2018. So I hope the fireworks hold off just long enough for us to finish this up. All right. And before Starks takes it, I just wanted to mention that we are uh, proud to be part of the Pulse Podcast Network. I forgot to mention that at the top, but I just wanted to mention that right there. All right, Starks. Hey, man, good save there, Carrot, man. So, you know, <laughs> we're going to actually jump into the recent news. And it's my boy here, uh, Miles Turner, fractures his nose and – uh you know, he's one of my players that I've been high on ever since he's kept coming into the league from even the summer league. And I know he's, he started out with a struggle throughout the year and even in the preseason. But, you know, a lot of haters kind of came my way uh, throughout the time frame this year that I've been have to eat that chalk. But now I, I look at the other people that came after me and just ask you, like, how's Miles Turner looking this year? But right now, him to fracture his nose is an unfortunate situation. And a quick uh, fantasy outlook for him at least for me, uh, hopefully it's not going to have him out that long. And just like me and Doc was talking about earlier, like it looks like he might come out Jim Carrey style, the mask. So, um, <laughs> you know, with that being said, I, I, I he's definitely a player that um, he was showing some flash even tonight. And the person that's going to probably soak up the usage rate and be an uptick would be, as people know, Sabonis has already been doing good, but he's going to get a, another bump and, along with the other Pacers. So that being said, I'll pass the ball to Doc there. <clears throat> All right, yeah, uh, I think it'll have a huge effect on his total value. Uh, you know, usually if a player misses any games at all with something like this, it's not very many. Um, uh, he'll be back wearing a mask soon, like you said. Uh, I will point out, though, that before he went down, he put up 20 points, eight rebounds, four assists, and four blocks in only 23 minutes. So he, he could have had a monstrous line if he was able to play more. <clears throat> uh, I love what he's been doing lately. I, I know everyone kind of uh, – um, it came to a pause on him because because of his slow start this year. Um, <clears throat> but I just wanted to point out that lately uh, he, he's the number eight ranked fantasy player over his last seven games. The number yeah. eight. He's inside the top ten. I, I know that's your guy starts, and it's been a good call lately because, you know, that by, window, by low window has uh, officially slammed shut here. He, he's been a monster lately. Thanks. Uh, Kevin? Yeah, I mean he's been amazing lately. the The blocks have definitely been been huge, and I think that's a big driver of what's uh, been putting him into that top ten category over the last couple of weeks. Um, my only concern right now with the the broken or fractured nose is sometimes that can affect the breathing, mm-hmm. um, and so you know it'll be kind of something to just watch out for because uh, if it does affect his cardio a little bit and how he breathes. Um, 
that might be something that limits his minutes a little bit. But uh, we've seen other players go out there with masks and and do fine. You know, sometimes it's like a broken like orbital bone or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but broken nose, it, it can have issues with with breathing. So just keep an eye on that, and you know, just in case. But either way, I mean, he's a, he's obviously a stronghold right now. He's been on fire lately, and um, been really been really playing great. Awesome. So I'm just gonna do a quick ISO moment here for Miles Turner. Um... You know, one thing I'm, I'm one thing that kind of concerns me a little bit. I feel like even if he comes back with a mask, he might play tentative, where he might not be aggressive on the end of blocks like he typically is until he feels 100% confident to do that. I'm not saying that he will do that, but it, it almost seems that way. And real quick, I do have to ask, you know, Kevin, a question because, you know, we actually <laughs> update our rankings and we'll talk about that throughout this. Actually, at the end of the uh, podcast here, but I got to ask you, Kevin, you know. I seen you moved him up in your uh, your ranks there, and uh, how do you feel about him now? Oh, I said he's been playing great lately. I mean, he's been on fire with the blocks, and you know it, he's been looking really good. Okay, so we'll move right along here. And uh, John Wall's season uh, is is over this season. At, uh, you know, ending surgery. Uh, yeah, says season is ending this year with the surgery, and uh, you know who is this going to impact the most on the team as far as you know. Who's going to upgrade uh, players? Who should we be watching on in the free agency? If they, I'm sure there's players already grabbed up, but is there any other players deeper that you can think of, Kevin? Well, I mean, people that benefit are going to be, you know, Beal and Porter when he comes back are going to soak up a lot of the usage. Um, Sato is definitely going to get a little bit more run and a little bit more um, elevated role in the offense. Uh, even someone like Chasen Randall um, is going to get minutes and um, be able to put up some some solid numbers if you're in a really deep league. So that's something to look out for. Um, but yeah, I, main the main three I think are going to be Beal, Otto, and Sato in that order. And let me take the ball and give it right back to you. What do you think about Thomas Bryant for this situation? Yeah, I, I mean I don't think it affects him that much. He's not really a high usage guy, mm-hmm. but um, you know with Wall being out, that may decrease the number of open looks he gets uh, in the paint. But, you know, overall, he's not, he's kind of a guy that just mainly scores off of putbacks, you know, uh, not really uh, a guy that is the running plays for, or is sort of creating much of his own offense. So uh, while being out, I don't think affects Bryant that much. Nice doc. What's your thoughts on a uh, wizard situation with wall out? Yeah. Uh, well, I saw today that Otto Porter is back at practice again, which is obviously a great sign. Um, it should be noted that Bradley Beal should see a sizable uptick in value, like Kevin was saying, like I were both saying, I should say. And uh, if you follow our rest of season rankings, he, uh, Bradley Beal's already jumped up a bit. <clears throat> uh, other than, than him, you know, like I mentioned, you'll see a slight uptick from uh, Porter, Trevor, Reza, and Sato. Uh, some experts even have Sato pegged to finish uh, as a top 75 player now. So Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's obviously been obviously been a small sample size so far, but Chase on Randall saw decent enough minutes to make him a deeper league play. But the two guys I'm keeping my eye on the closest would be Thomas Bryant and rookie Troy Brown. I know uh, the, the only thing that would really increase for Bryant here would be his points. And I don't really see that happening too much, but I am watching him. Uh, but as far as Troy Brown, uh, you know, the rookie for, for uh, the wizards here, uh, he should still be floating floating around out there on the waiver wire. Um, <clears throat> I don't see Brown becoming a standard league play this season, but any league with 16 teams or deeper should have him rostered, maybe even 14 teamers as well. 
uh, there's going to be a lot more points and assists to go around now. So uh, I think it'll be a collective effort as to who picks it up. Um, one more thing I'll note is that Washington is one of only two teams with the best fantasy playoff schedule as far as the amount of games being played. Uh, obviously, with Wall out, that would make Beal one of the best players to have when your playoffs roll around. Uh, but the question mm-hmm. is whether Washington will take it easy on him uh, in order to really hit the tank button this season or you know, mm-hmm. continue putting him out there. Uh, it throws a wrench in the situation, but you know, Otto and Ariza will be valuable standard league guys as well. Yeah, Jay, you made a good point about Troy Brown Jr. too, because if they are going tank, uh, it's going to open up minutes for him. They're going to want to see what they have in him. And he's actually a guy that is a facilitator from the wing yep. uh, and something that, you know, obviously with Wall being out, they're going to be looking for. So I didn't even think about sort of the tank angle. And I think that that's, that's definitely, if you're in a deep league and if you're in a dynasty league, um, he's definitely a guy to, to keep an eye on and, uh, and think about picking up. Awesome. And, and thank you, Doc, for pointing that out as far as playoff schedules. That's, you know, that's something that's also important to highlight on as far as fantasy implications go. And as Kevin would imagine, the fantastic threes all in unison there. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're going to move right along into a, another situation uh, that came up with the recent news. And it's McCall. Uh, he's going to Cleveland. And uh, I do ask you, Kevin, you know, who is this going to impact and is McCall's value going to raise up going in Cleveland at this point? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because his rookie year, he looked like a guy that was going to really build a future in Golden State. Um, and I guess just injuries and, and, and things haven't worked out. Uh, he still has some some good potential as sort of a three and D type player. Um, I think, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily going to get a role right now. Um because you have guys like Rodney Hood um, sort of uh, soaking up some of those minutes. Um, he could see a little bit more playing time. I mean, obviously he's playing, played nothing so far this season. So um, I think his value only increases with this move. But as far as how much, you know, maybe in a, in a deep, deep league, you know, in, in a 30-team league, I would scoop him up just to see. Um, but, you know, in standard or even up to 16-team leagues, uh, um, it's definitely just kind of a wait and, and see what happens. Nice, nice. Doc, what's your thoughts on that, man? <clears throat> yeah, uh, Patrick McCall is an interesting case here because he's still an uncertainty to me. Uh, he's, he's never averaged more than 17 minutes per game and is uh, less than ideal per game stats or probably somewhat misleading right now because he was playing for Golden State. So, <clears throat> obviously, he didn't really have the opportunity to show what he can do with the amount of star-level talent that was surrounding him. Uh, I, I don't see him getting a, a super significant playing time for, for the Cavs at this moment, but if he does, he's a player that might not hurt you uh, in any category except field goal percentage. Uh, he might end up <clears throat> being a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy, supplying a small amount of points, assists, boards, and steals. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't 16-team leagues right now, but um, I, I'll be watching to see how Larry Drew uses him once he's become you know, more accustomed to the team a bit. Awesome. Awesome. And my last thing on McCall in general, I, I, I mean, as much as I'd like to see him get playing time, I just hope he doesn't affect my boy, Seti Osman. And to those uh, listeners as well, you probably already know I'm a, a Seti Osman guy. So hopefully he can still, you know, do well with them and jail pretty good. Um, so we're going to move right along. And uh, this is a guy, Kevin, you're not a fan of Huerta, are you? He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So this is uh this is a uh, Kevin's guy. And uh, we're actually, you know, recording while games are going on. And uh, the game is actually uh, final. You can stamp it. So Atlanta Hawks beat the Indian, or excuse me, Atlanta Hawks lost to the Indiana Pacers. But 
Huerta, we definitely want to talk about him real quick. Um, he had 39 minutes tonight, uh, 22 points, two assists, one block, uh, efficient, eight for 15, and he shot nine three-pointers, made six of them. And Kevin, since he's your guy, uh, you know, I'm going to pass the ball. And what's your thoughts on him, man? Yeah, I mean, I, he's not my guy. I don't sure? want to, to claim that. But he's definitely a guy that I, I thought was overlooked in Fantasy League. So I, I've mentioned him a lot in, in my articles and things just because – I feel like he just didn't get sort of the appreciation he deserved heading into the league, sort of being in a team like Atlanta where we knew he was going to start getting minutes, just kind of based off of that the team makeup and the direction they're going. Um, and, you know, he's a guy that can get in, get points and threes and kind of contribute across the board. He didn't do a whole lot besides score today. Mm-hmm. Um, he did manage a block and two assists, but, you know, that's pretty minor, especially considering he was on the court for 39 minutes, which was the most minutes for, for any of the Hawks. Um, but he, you know, he looks good. He looks like a, a he's going to really be a, a real fantasy asset starting now. Uh, and if he's somehow, you know, floating around on your waivers or something, he's definitely worth the pickup. Uh, you know, he can't be worse than the worst guy on your bench uh, in a standard league. So uh, I like him. I think he's good. I think dynasty potential is there. I don't think he's obviously going to be a superstar or anything like that. But, you know, he's a guy that can come in and get your points and, and get you threes and, and can get you boards and assists, even though he didn't do that tonight. Right. That's funny. You're trying to be modest saying, you know, he may not be a superstar, but you was calling him like a defensive player of the year type of guy, you know, the last episode. But, you know, that's fine. So I'm going to pass the ball to Doc. And what's your thoughts on Huerta, man? Uh, well, with Kent Bazemore out, I'd like to see Herder pick up uh, most of that slack. Uh, I know he played almost 40 minutes to get today, like you said, y'all said. So uh, it looks like he, he should be. Um, and, you know, I know threes is considered his main niche, but don't sleep on his ability to contribute in a decent amount of other stats, like Kevin said, especially assists in the future. Uh, his steals might come up a bit too, as he grows more comfortable. Uh, I, I mean, I love his future and I'm still mad that I missed out on him by $1 of fad bid in, in one of my dynasty leagues. So, uh, like I said, I love his future, and uh, if Kevin doesn't want to claim him as his guy, he can be my guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, and we can also share him, too, because, I mean, Kevin wants to just be modest about him now. <laughs> so we're going to move right along, and actually, um, just to let people know, um, as far as even Twitter, even in experts in fantasy, you know, the unicorns try to get you guys the uh, information out to the public as quickly as possible, and uh, the doc hit this one pretty quick before a lot of experts out there, because we consider ourselves experts as well. And um, Cody Zeller uh, fractured his hand, and I'm going to actually pass the ball to Doc on, you know, his thoughts on that and who actually improves in the, the team for that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> with Zeller out, uh, you know, Willie Hernan Gomez should be the primary beneficiary here. Uh, he's always been the type who might be a better fantasy player than real-life player and just needed the playing time. You know, well, well, here it is. You know, I just hope Charlotte doesn't pull a fast one and play – Biombo or Kaminsky over him or something. You know, Willie should be a top 125 guy at the, at the least while Zeller's out with upside for even more. You know, he'll contribute well in the traditional big man stacks, you know, rebounds, field goal percentage blocks. Uh, so I'm grabbing him in a few leagues. <clears throat> what sucks is that I actually just dropped him in one league yesterday now. So now I'm obviously regretting that. But anyway, yeah, like I said, I could see him as a top 125 guy depending on the playing time he gets. Nice, nice. And we're actually going to start getting closer to, to closing time. And uh, this section here is New Year, New Blogs. And um, Jay just actually, the doc just dropped an article today, a couple hours ago. And I, we want you to touch up and, and let us know what, what it was about, man. 
Yeah, yeah, a few items to touch up on here. I just published published that article that Starks is saying. It's about DeAndre Jordan uh, and his fantasy ups and downs, including, you know, how he's quietly worked his way out of free throw percentage punting territory. Um, And and speaking of punting, I'm also writing a three-part series on the best out-of-position players you can have for your punt build. So if you you utilize the punting strategy, go check it out because I think it's a super useful tool. Parts one and two have already – been published and part three will be coming out uh, within the next couple of days and also we have our rookie prospect rankings that uh, we constantly uh, update throughout throughout the week so yeah uh, back to the deandre jordan article go check it out um i know it's not a super long read compared to what i normally do (laughs) so so you won't be sitting there reading it for a super long time at least um and it's just about, you know, how he's a kind of a fantasy roller coaster over the last five years going up and down. So with that, I'll just pass the ball back to you. All right, uh, Kevin. Uh, so you want to touch up with us? Obviously, Mike has been doing an awesome job. Uh, basketball boy has given us some, you know, some some dirty, gritty work underneath behind the, the curtain, behind the closed door, however you want to say it um, with his streams is definitely a hot. Uh, commodity every you know Sundays and, and Mondays be on the lookout for them streaming opportunities um it's it's hot you know you want to obviously reach out for those players that could be available on your waiver wire and uh Kevin can you touch up on the you know the updated unicorn rankings for for the, the listeners out there sure yeah um again in collaboration with fantasy pros we started putting our uh rest of season rankings together uh on their site and we're able to share that on our site as well and uh, we put together um, sort of a separate page. Uh, if you if you go to our website, it's at the top, and it'll be rest of season rankings. And you can go and you can see all of the rankings from all of the fantasy unicorns, except for Jesse, who hasn't done that, um, and see where they rank certain players, see how when it was last updated, and you can uh, filter between uh, different positions and stuff. So it's a really cool tool that we have on there now uh, and really useful if you want to kind of keep an eye out on players that we seem to think uh, are a little bit higher or lower than the industry industry standards. So um, something to, to definitely go check out. And I don't mean to jump back, but I do want to mention on the Cody Zeller front, uh, I know you mentioned Willie Hernan Gomez. Um, and I, I do have concerns about his defensive liabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder if he's necessarily going to be on the court as much as people are thinking. He's the obvious choice, but I could see them even going small and putting uh, putting Michael Kidd Gilchrist um, in there more and Miles Bridges in there more, sort of as being sort of small, you know, a small front court with Marvin Williams um, instead of necessarily leaning hard on um, on Hernan Gomez. So it's just something to look out for. I mean, Hernan Gomez is the guy to kind of look out for, but I would just kind of temper my expectations before we sort of see what these lineups look like. You know, look like so. and, and that's a good call because I know they actually did play MKG at center uh, a, a bit, at least in the beginning of the season. So it, it, it's, it's a situation that's a monitor, like you're saying. Right. And I mean, the reason why Cody was in there was that his defense was so much better than Hernan Gomez. Right. So I think they, they seem to value that. So it's just something to keep in mind, especially when you have a guy like Kemba guarding somebody. Um, you need to make sure that your your big men are able to step up and rotate and 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 you know stop the guy in the paint. So yep, yep, absolutely. And uh, I just want to touch up on um, something that you know I created and put a little time into, kind of give you guys. Um, it's called fantasy combat, and how this is going to 
be operated. It's, it's going to be every Wednesday. So for you guys, you know, you listeners and the bloggers of us, you know, for the fantasy unicorns, be on the lookout every Wednesday. Um, you know, obviously you, you have this saying of Wednesday crush Wednesday. Well, you got something else now. You got world combat fantasy. So just be on the lookout for that. It, it, it doesn't even make sense. That's exactly right. It's supposed to be WCW, <laughs> right? But it's the complete opposite. I just made you guys think a little bit. So just kind of think of that. Um, but what that consists of is going to be a present time player versus a past time player. Now, in fantasy, obviously, in, in the NBA, everybody always has that, oh, man, you know, if Jordan would have played LeBron, you know, or, you know, Jordan's better, Jordan's better. But you got to look at a lot of things, you know, in, in, in the NBA. Now, fantasy is different, as you guys know, versus real life NBA, you know. So let's take it, for instance, like who's a good player in the NBA? We can say something like, oof, I, I don't even want to say he's a good player. Well, OK, so like Wiggins, for instance, he might be a better NBA player versus a fantasy player. Mm -hmm. Right. So. You could take that and you can kind of look at it in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't want him in fantasy. So the two players, I'm not going to mention them, but I'd rather for you guys to see them, you know, come up for this Wednesday. Actually, I can't tell you because it's going to be a couple days. So the players that's going to be in the first series of the fantasy combat, it's going to be Kyrie Irving versus Allen Iverson. And how this is going to kind of operate with the fantasy combat, it's not going to be a long article, but it's going to be quick facts to the to the listeners and to the, the readers of our blogs to get a look on every Wednesday. What it's going to consist of is a, a couple of different things. Obviously, we're going to tailor it more to fantasy. But at the same time, there's a couple of things that you can incorporate as far as fun facts, as far as what player you would rather have if they were both in their prime today. Even Iverson, if he was in his prime today, who would you rather have on your team in a startup draft, whether it's a redraft or a dynasty league? So just keep in mind, there's going to be players every Wednesday that you guys can look out for. Something me and um, uh, Pat has came up with. Pat is going to have the excellent, the excellent, uh, the, the clip art or the art that is going to make you guys be like, wow, this is almost like a comic script. So just kind of look at that. It's going to be like almost like a comic book type series. So it's going to be short, but it's also going to bring a lot of debate around the fantasy community, community and something innovative to really make you think. So obviously this Wednesday, I have a winner on my cho choice. And then obviously next week or even Thursday, I'm going to ask the unicorns who would they take. But I already made my decision, so... I'm looking to see what the listeners and uh, the readers are going to think on the pick and who they would rather have. And just keep in mind, you guys can tweet at me, DM me at all. If you want someone, you know, the next two players of a comparison, I'll put it together. Just let me know. If you're the first to reach out, I'll tell you what, if you're the first to reach out to me and get a reasonable, a reasonable about two players, then I might do that for you. So just keep that in mind. So with that being said, um, we're, like I said, we're recording while games are going on. Uh, Happy New Year's to you guys. Th that's already past that. But um, the clutch shot that I'm going to actually pass the ball to before I take it. Uh, Kevin, do you have a clutch shot tonight, man? Yeah, I actually do this time. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Derek White from the, the Spurs. He, he had, I had a lot of hope for him coming into the season uh, as the potential starter. And then he got hurt. And then he came back. Uh, didn't play well. Um, a lot of a lot of people dropped him, which was justifiable. But he's got a, a really hot game going on right now against Boston. He's he's eight for eight, two for two for three, uh, two for three from the line, and he's got twenty points, 
three boards, two assists, one steal, one block. And he's a guy that I think as the season continues to go, he's going to keep warming up slowly and slowly uh, and really become a, a decent standard league player. Uh, I have faith in his ability, and I think that he will eventually, you know, kind of rise to the occasion somewhat and, um, you know, like I said, be be a solid player. So uh, look out for him. Nice. You have a clutch shot there, Doc. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, good call on Derek White, Kevin. I, I agree with you there that he's uh, somebody that's been kind of slept on, especially after his uh, his early struggles there. But anyway, <clears throat> my clutch shot is actually a uh, more of a not-so-clutch shot on the end of Luke Walton last night when uh, I guess we could say it was somewhat foreseen that Ivica Zubats would fall back out of the rotation when JaVale McGee returned. But, man, he played zero minutes. You know, one game is a small sample size, but – uh, like I said, I think most of us kind of saw it coming that he wouldn't have a, a, a very significant role once McGee returned. It's just a shame for dynasty owners. You know, we'll, we'll see if that remains the same uh, for the rest of the season. Because, like I said, that was just one game. But Zubats is someone I'll be watching closely this summer when he hits free agency. Awesome. I actually have a couple of clutch moments because, obviously, I turned the ball over about Wednesday, crush Wednesday with the, you know, with that. But I was going to – it's called World – Combat Wednesday. Even combat is spelled with a K. It's not even with a C, so it's still messed up. But that's what you guys can still think in your mind, though. Um, so one thing I also meant to mention is, again, guys, um, subscribe to our, you know, if you have iTunes, uh, give us the two to three star, um, or excuse me, two to three word uh, review with us. And then obviously the five star rating, subscribe, subscribe to our articles. Again, I know it's a broken record, but take advantage of your league. Take advantage of getting the, the smarts from the unicorns. Um, once you subscribe to the articles on our site, as soon as like Doc, for instance, he just dropped the article a couple hours ago. It shot right to my notification. Man, I can read it that quick. You know, that's something you want to be ahead and, and have a leg on. And what another thing I want to mention, the 30-man Dynasty League that we're running, there's still open spots, guys. You can send me a DM or any other of the unicorns as well. You know, you reach out to us. It's going to be a competitive, fun league with, you know, obviously with experts in there. So keep that in mind. Um, the last clutch shot that I'll take is I get DMs about, obviously, my guy, Oladipo, all the time. And, you know, it's always about trades. You know, I don't believe, you know, it's like Dippo is not as good as he was last year. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I already said that this year. He's not going to repeat the type of season he had uh, last year but he's still going to be a top 20-ish range player or 15 to 20. And, uh, you know, he had a good night. He had 22 points, four rebounds, seven assists, and he had four steals. So hopefully he's getting, you know, recovering from his injury. He's been riddled with injuries um, throughout the time span. So, you know, take what you need, you know, what, what you can with that. I mean, obviously he's a hold for me. If you really want to trade him, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't, but, I mean, I, I would tell you I wouldn't. Um, so with that being said, uh, I'm going to pass the ball to Kevin, and he can kind of close us out there. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Happy New Year, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. All right, guys. Take a ride. Oh, 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 o